This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. That's mm-hmm. Kurt Brownoller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's me. That's Scotty Landis. That's right. And you were listening mm-hmm. to one of the regionally famous Bananas mini Bananas. Only on Stitcher Premium and only with Exactly Right Media. Exactly right. You like dead people? Also bananas. Um, <laughs> how are you doing, buddy boy? Oh, uh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty fine. Thanks for asking. I got caught in a rainstorm this morning. Very rare out here. Very rare. Not even notable anywhere else in the world unless you're like in the Gobi Desert or something. Yeah. And it doesn't sneak. It, do, it sneaks up on you sometimes, too. You don't expect it. Damn right. Uh, Damn that, right. Well, that's fun. That, how are you? Smooth sailing over here. I... uh I have been friends with someone through Twitter for probably 11 years, and mm-hmm. I am going to go meet them in person tonight for oh. the first time ever. They're in Los oh. Angeles with their partner, and they said, if we don't do it now, we'll probably never do it. So I'm going to head to the west side and hang out with internet friends. Oh, that's fun. I'm pumped on it. Oh, good. That'll be a real treat. I don't mind. I like after the great choir, it's just so fun meeting new people. And it's just going to be one of those things where it'll be like, we do know a wild amount about each other. We've just never been yeah. friends in person, a very 2000s type of friendship. Yeah. Um, I think I have, I have, I have a multiple friends that were just from Twitter back in the day. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Twitter used to be cool. It used to be telling jokes. Now it's just telling everybody what's wrong with them and why you hate each other. But yeah. it, used it used to, to just be, be just jokes. funny people trying to make each other laugh. And really, really dumb jokes, like a lot of wordplay and puns. It was uh, very enjoyable. All right, Innocent I got a story. Time. This is what we do on Bananas Minisodes. We tell, tell your us. stories, then we tell mm-hmm. our stories. Heard of it. Easy. Here's, got, here's one. Let's get us started. I love it. This was emailed in by Ashley Buker. Uh, Thank you, Ashley Buker. First of all, I've never wanted to be real life friends with two people so badly. Okay, story time. Thank there you, we Ashley. go. That is a there natural is. segue. It might happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to law school part time in the evenings, so the cast of characters was way more diverse than quote normal <laughs> law school because most of us were working and older with families. First mm-hmm. off, cool move to go. Very I cool. mean, law school. Law school uh, at night. That's awesome. I would love Absolutely. to go. Back to school at some point. Me too. I don't know what I would study, but 
philosophy probably. Here, I, one of That's my best cool. friends was quite a bit older than me, maybe 10 to 15 years. Mm-hmm. She was also the type of person who, if you spent enough time around her, you could tell she had serious money, but it wasn't obvious. She would do things like offer an antique Persian rug to you if you mentioned yeah. you liked it because yes. she had, quote, a bunch more in the attic. No big. Yes. Yes. When we took the bar exam, <laughs> we shared a hotel room at the convention center, so neither of us had to deal with the stress of driving and parking on the mornings of the test. The night after the first day of testing. Whoa, it's multiple days of testing. I didn't wow. know. Yeah. Uh, we had a glass of wine to decompress, and she told me the story that finally pushed me over the edge to say, normal people do not have these stories. Where the fuck did all your money come from? Yeah, no shit. Uh, the story told from her perspective in the sweetest southern draw. So this was the story that made her ask the question of where did anybody come okay, from? Okay, I got you. Quote, a few years back, Mm. my husband and I were at the Vatican, and I decided I wanted to purchase a piece of art. I chose something something in one of the gift shop galleries. Mm. When I went to pay, the gallerying me up noticed my black Amex and said, oh, you don't want this art. You want the art that's in the basement. Mm. Did you know there's a basement in the Vatican? I sure didn't. So she called someone over to take us downstairs and show us the basement art. Wow. We were walking through all of these tunnels, and I noticed buckets on the ground along the way they were filled with penises marble penises okay (laughs) thanks for the clarification it turns out one of the popes decided that it wasn't proper to have penises on display so he ordered all of them to be chiseled off of all the sculptures come on you're kidding Now, it's someone's full-time job to try to match up the right penis with the right statue. (laughs) So there are just dozens and dozens of buckets of penises in the basement of the Vatican. Incredible. that wild? Uh, And then she finishes up with, honestly, that's probably the most important thing I learned in my bar exam prep experience. If I had known that this was a viable profession, I never would have gone to law school at all. Cheers, wow. Ashley Pepitone. Oh, it's Ashley Pepitone. Ashley Buke or Ashley Pepitone? I don't know which one. Ashley, but you she are is, our friend. She is an actual super lawyer. Good. Uh, I, re- I remember we were making fun of uh, the magazine Super Lawyers on yes. one episode, and of she course. messaged in was like, I'm an actual super lawyer. Multiple super lawyers have actually... Uh, mailed in and been like, it's actually kind of a prestigious magazine. To get <laughs> it's a big in. deal. Yeah, well, good for you. Sorry, we're, we're bozos. Never let clowns uh, ruin your, your parade. And but that's also, what we are. I, want, I still want to say something honestly to the editors of Super Lawyer. You could call it something else. Yeah. <laughs> Super yeah. Lawyer, it's a dumb name. It's yes. a silly name. It's, yeah. If you want to have fun, it's fun. But it doesn't sound serious. Yeah, it sounds like somebody had the idea and they asked their kid and their kid named it and away it (laughs) stayed. So buckets of marble ding-dongs in the basement of the Vatican. Yeah, baby. Unbelievable. I mean, that's got to be really strange to see just anywhere in life. Even in a sculpture museum, you would be like, well, that's weird. Also, if there's... She said there's dozens of buckets. Dozens of buckets of penises. Pretty cool job. Also, what a confusing job that Mm -hmm. you have to take. Mm -hmm. So, like, I wonder if I wonder. I'm trying to figure out like how the how it works. Is it that they choose one statue who has had its penis chiseled off, Mm -hmm. and then take one bucket up to it, and then try and fit 
penis after penis after penis, and if that doesn't work, they go get another bucket and yeah. then try fit penis after penis after penis onto the the statue. Also, sorry if there's kids in the in the room. But. We're saying all the correct words. They're going to hear it somewhere, guys. It might be on a podcast called Bananas. <laughs> it's like that game Concentration. Wasn't that what it was called? We had to push the thing down and put all the shapes in with the timer, and if you didn't, it would pop up. That game yes. was the most anxiety-driven. Oh my God. That game made Operation look like uh, uh, just a snooze in the park. Uh, concentration or Classic Concentration, whatever it was called, that game was so stressful. Yeah. Also, now that I'm saying it, that would be a really fun bar game where if you can like do it, you get a free shot. So if you own, oh, if you're yeah. a bar owner, bar manager, get on eBay, get mm-hmm. on Etsy, buy that game, which I think is called Concentration, and I'll come and play. There's also there's also another version that uses something similar, but it's like a, a dome that you press down, and by pressing down the dome, it rattles the dice and it like pops up. Yes. And I remember the 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 ad for it was just a small boy going oh i've got a headache (laughs) was it boggles i think it's called headache okay Um, it was called perfection not concentration perfection Perfection oh my god it's more of an anxiety inducing name yeah perfection if you've never played it google it instagram it have fun with it but yeah i would love that at a bar who doesn't oh, love that perfect that's a perfect idea. there was this guy this is a, a side uh side thing off of uh, side thing side 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 thing off of you saying that she was offering rolled up uh like turkish rugs or whatever um when i was a freshman in college my parents helped me move in literally day one and there were there were all these uh vendors selling dorm room carpets and rugs right it was like yeah Hey, these are 50 bucks. These are 70 bucks. These are 20 bucks. And this one guy was selling them for $10. And we went over and they were like wrapped in plastic or whatever. And my dad gave him 10 bucks and we carried it up and I had a rug. And, and so the then because you had you had just like tiles on the on the ground. Yeah, it was of just your, yeah. cold, tile. cold tiles. I was on I remember the that 21st well. floor. 2111. 21st floor? Yep. Oh my there God. 22 story dorm rooms in Whoa. Southwest in Whoa. UMass. I think there were five towers, and we used to yell at each other across the towers. And we all befriended each other because we were the funniest at yelling stuff. And so, my <laughs> sketch team, my freshman year, we would all yell taunts at each other, but they were never like, I don't know, your typical taunt would just like yelling the F word or something. My buddy Skip used to, uh, he had a really good Boston accent. He used to just compare all the different towers to uh, hair metal bands. Uh But he would be like, your building is rat. Your building (laughs) is poison. And then he would be like, we're Guns N' Roses. You guys are winger. And it was, we were like, we got to figure out who this is. So we would be like, go down the elevator. And we would like meet, we made friends that way. It was very strange. So I saw the same guy that sold me my rug at the end of the year when I was rolling up and throwing out my rug into a dumpster and all he would do is wait till the end of the he would go to the dumpster take them all back out oh my god then he would just unroll them and he would stack them under his house and then sell them the next year so he just was like it was just some weird snake eating its own tail where he would just beautiful so all it cost him was his gas in his pickup truck and then he would put him in the crawl space and then like beat him out a little bit wrap him in cheap plastic and then sell them the next to the freshman the next year Oh, that's just so smart. I love not that hygienic, guy. but very good business. Very out. good business. Speaking of a tall dorm room, I remember mm-hmm. I we lived on the seventh floor, and I remember um, like an epic. Uh, sorry, talk about drugs, guys. An epic acid trip when I was nineteen years old, very in cool. which 
uh, the for maybe six hours could not stop laughing about the idea <laughs> that uh that I was, I went to the bathroom and then I just came out like, just like, I have been shitting 70 <laughs> feet in the air. <laughs> and I could not stop imagining like if the building disappeared and I yeah. was just up there uh, shitting 70 feet uh, in the air. So funny to me. Uh, so funny. That's a good argument for trying <laughs> drugs responsibly. All right. Do you want one? I got mm-hmm. one. This is from Nick Cartwright Comedy. Nick Cartwright, I believe, is a stand-up oh. comedian. And he has opened for me. He opened for me in uh, in Raleigh. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, Nick's been a good banana. Very funny. And at the end, he says, I'll see you guys at the live show in Chicago. So oh, we'll sweet. say hey to Nick in Chicago. Yeah, I think Nick. he lives in Chicago. Great city. We love Chicago. Chicago, come see us. What's it called, Kurt? The Den. The Den. December 11th. 12th? 7th? 11th? Sometime in December. Come see us at the Den in Chicago. We'll eat eat Chicago hot dogs with you and deep dish pizza. I do like a Chicago hot dog. Me too. We'll go to the Wiener Circle. Um, Nick Cartwright Comedy. Thanks, homie. Hey, Scotty. Hey, Kurt. I just heard the episode uh, with a story about someone's craziest pizza delivery and thought you guys would like to hear about mine. I delivered for years and have seen a vast spectrum of crazy. We could probably do a main episode of Bananas. That was all yep. delivery stories. Let's dedicate this Minnesota to delivery drivers. You guys yep. are the best. We use you all the time. We should tip you more. Everybody tip them more. I went to college in Fargo, North Dakota, and I needed some money, so I decided to start working at a restaurant called Spicy Pie. <laughs> <laughs> called spicy spi- spicy pie. Why is that? Yeah, why? Just so sexual sounding. <laughs> I no spicy pie. As a delivery driver slash stone person, uh, that I was in, that was me when I was a delivery person. Yeah, and we used to dye the pizza dough red to illustrate the spicy. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing things different in Fargo. Nobody's they, ever said that they before. They really are. They're doing things different in Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> One chilly but sunny Sunday afternoon, we get a regular order for two large pies. We whip them up, and I scoot my car, uh, scoot to my car, and take a hit out of my one hitter, as you do with every delivery. Mm-hmm. I pull up to a baby blue house with beautiful white trim. Look at this. It, this is this is mm-hmm. what it's good storytelling, mm-hmm. folks. Good Best storytelling. Best in the biz. Best in the biz. Leave no detail unturned. Uh, it really stands out next to the homes with what I can describe with the other homes with what I could only describe as a quote methy look. Mm-hmm. I walk up to the front door and it has a lion knocker on the front. Okay, great. You know you're in deep shit. (laughs) Feeling loose, because of the one-hitter, I go for the knocker instead of the doorbell. Quote, I think, I am very fun. End quote, I think to myself. I use the lion knocker, and an older white man with no hair and only a white bathrobe on, almost like the one you'd see in a hotel, answers the door. And he goes, come inside, pizza man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. a man in a bathroom. Come yes. inside, pizza man. Come inside, pizza man. He leads me down a hallway 
with nothing but framed pictures of owls on the walls. <laughs> and finally, we walk into the kitchen where six other people, all wearing robes, are looking very sweaty. I put down the pizza and give him the receipt to sign, and everyone starts digging in. As the guy with the receipt says, only special guests use that knocker, and gives me a wink. They weren't even using plates. They were just eating pizzas (laughs) straight from the box to their mouths. Now, I'm pretty high and waking up to the idea that I might have just delivered pizza to a neighborhood orgy. (laughs) Who doesn't love that Fargo sunny Sunday afternoon Uh orgy? So all I could say was, uh, have a nice rest of your night at 2 (laughs) p.m. Oh, and then I ran out the door, but he did leave me 10 bucks on a $40 bill, so not oh, bad. Nice. And I was afraid my boss would know I was stoned if I told them the story, so I kept it all to myself. <laughs> I love the podcast and can't wait to see the live show in Chicago. Nick Cartwright Comedy. Follow Thank him on Instagram. Thank you so much, Nick. That's a great story. Really good story. Probably really common. I bet we have some delivery people listening to this now that are like, oh yeah, I've had yeah. that before. I, I wonder if the lion knocker is um is like mm-hmm. a swinger thing. Because now that we are learning more, you know, we had that mini where apparently if you have pink flamingos, flamingos yeah. facing each other in your mm-hmm. yard, that's like a sign that they're you're swingers. I wonder if a lion knocker is in that in that world of signals. Or if it just means like I got a fun knocker and you chose the fun option instead of ringing the doorbell. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think he did a perfectly good job. This is a perfect interaction. You got a good story out of it. Yeah. You got a huge tip out of it. This and is like a perfect left. night. Yeah. I am um, <laughs> I remember uh, I was doing deliveries i delivered for Domino's, and it was was in neptune new jersey Mm -hmm. and (laughs) and a guy tried to mug me uh with a bat from my car (laughs) he took your own bat (laughs) whoops he had a mat he had a bat oh he had a bat i I was in the car and i was like do you realize like that this doesn't going to work for you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to drive away he, or as over he, you. Like, started coming at me with a bat. I drove, just drove away. I was yeah. Like, this isn't the way this is going to work. Yeah. Screw that guy. I was a valet at the river cafe in Brooklyn for one summer, but I was there for about seven months, six months. It was one of the most fun jobs I've ever had. There's a lot of young, aspiring people. Um, and we would get like the older guys, the sort of head valet guys, would, they just had every scam going imaginable. They would sell single cigarettes for two bucks. They would, oh, if somebody crazy. was like, Can you help me get a taxi? We had our own black car guys that worked for us. So if it was a ride to Manhattan, they would give us kickbacks of five, seven, or ten dollars, depending how far up in Manhattan they were going. Uh-huh. So, like, if you're working all the scams correctly, we never stole anything. We like, we never took loose change. We, the one guy got fired because he put the Yankees game on somebody's radio and they complained to the manager. So it was, it was above board. As far as people's property was going. Oh, that sucks so much. They that's all it was. It's like a guy was listening to the Yankees in the car. Yeah. And the guy noticed and then complained the guy got fired. That sucks. Yeah. And it but it, it taught me a ton. First of all, it's like if you're going to a restaurant that's one hundred dollar prefix per person, tip yeah. the person inside of your car more than one dollar when it's free valet. Because yep. like that person the the things a valet could do to you if they wanted yeah. to 
They can hit on your GPS home. They can go exactly where you live. They can make copies of your keys. They can make copies of your house keys. Yeah. They could pop your trunk and steal your putter out of your golf bag, and you'd never know it. Like It is crazy how yeah. much you can learn about somebody from their car. And also just their, like, their little... Their little ticks, like you know, do they? What cigarettes do they smoke? What are what? Their their folders are always in the back of the car. You're like, oh, I could just read all their work papers. Yeah. What I'm saying is, treat your valets really well, or you're in a mountain of shit. But there's this one guy who was in the mob. He was in the Italian mafia, uh-huh. and he owned a two bakeries, and he owned two funeral parlors. Wow! And he drove an old Cadillac, a uh, kind of a classically old, and he was like, who are you when I was new, first day? He would only come at lunch. And I'd go, yeah, hey, I'm Scotty. I'm, and he's like, you're new. I was like, yeah. He goes, I'm 10 in a pen. And I go, what? He goes, I'm 10 in a pen. And he handed me a pen from his funeral parlor with a $10 bill tipped in the, in the little clip. And oh. every single time I parked his car for the rest of the time, he'd go, hey, man, I'm 10 in a pen. And he'd hand me a pen with a $10 bill folded up in it. I loved him. The pens were great. Like the last one just ran out of ink. Are you uh, kidding me? It just thir- ran out of ink? 13 years later. Oh, my and- God. And a $10 tip is such a classy tip, especially for yeah. lunch. And so his car wasn't, it was an old caddy because he just was like old school guy driving, yeah. you know, driving some old thing. But hey, man, a 10 and a pen. And then every like fifth time he would bring this roll, a big loaf of bread with, um, it had like pepperoni and all this stuff baked into it. Oh, and so he would God. park the car. He goes, hey, there's something in the back seat for you. And then what? you'd reach in the back seat and get a free loaf of bread that we would oh. all split amongst us. And then a pen and a $10. It was the best. I missed 10 and a pen. Oh, I mean, who man. knows? Lifelong criminal, but hey. So you have no idea who who he was, like what his real name was. No, I never knew his real name, and I don't remember the name of the bakery or the funeral homes, but I, I'm guessing they were fronts. Uh, he yeah. was an older guy. He was probably in his early 70s, so I, I would hope he's still alive, but I don't know. But I always thought right. that was the coolest little gimmick. Like It's so old school to call yourself a nickname. Hey, I'm 10 and a pen. I love that so much. I got we got to think of those for ourselves in yeah. life. You you mm-hmm. need a thing for that especially in LA where everywhere takes valet. Yeah. Well, who what actor always gave everybody a letter opener? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I think it was a letter opener. Well, it, on the main episode, we'll died. talk about celebrity tippers at the River Cafe sometime because Ooh. I had about 100 celebrities and I remember every single one how much they gave me and how they gave it to me <laughs> i love this i love yeah, it yeah man uh all right well we did it again that's a mini-sode folks thanks so much for listening we love you all thanks for listening exactly right um check out all the other podcasts on this network there are some real winners and we love them all um that is my favorite comedian kurt brownoller and that's my favorite writer scotty landis bananas <laughs> This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. 